God is good. He is good. He is good. Situations are always not good, but God is good. Circumstances are not always good, but God is good. God is good. And I want you to understand, and we're going to understand a little bit of how we're going to have to hold on to God is good. Because if you don't learn to hold on to God is good, what's going to happen is the atmosphere around you is going to start controlling how you perceive. So God never called us to live in the controls of the environment, the world. He said, I want you to live in the controls of my spirit. And when you live in those controls, you understand that because I am good, everything is going to be good. But it's not all good. Saints, I want you to know something. It's not all good. But God is good. And if you're in God, it's going to be good, but it's not all good. Come on, don't misunderstand what I'm saying. It is not all good, but God is good. And if you learn to live in God, it's going to be good because you wasn't called to live beyond being in the goodness of God. But you cannot allow yourself to think. That it's all good. But it's not all good. And we're going to go down this road. Are y'all okay with that? Glory to God. We're going to continue on our series, Stay Lit. How many of y'all want to stay lit? Come on, I know it's a, a new age term, but... Just go with me just a little bit. And if I'll subtitle this, I'll subtitle this inter eternity invading time. I want to teach you how to keep an eternal perspective. Because if you don't learn how to keep an eternal perspective, you will always be controlled by time. You will always be controlled by circumstances. And you'll be always controlled by what's going on in the present time. Can you say amen? amen? Revelations 3, 14 through 20. And it reads, And the angel of the church of the Lord uh, Lord, Lord write, These things I say, the amen, says the amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know your works, that you are neither cold nor hot I could wish you were cold or hot so then because you are lukewarm and neither cold or hot I will vomit you out my mouth because somebody say because, because. this is the issue you say I am rich I have become wealthy I have need of nothing and do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. I counsel you to buy from me 
gold refined in the fire, hmm, that you may be rich, and white garments, that you may be clothed, that the shame of your nakedness might not be revealed, and anoint your eyes with the eye cells, that you may see. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Therefore, be zealous to repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. And if anyone hears my voice and open the door, I will come into him and dine with him and he with me. You may be seated. Thank you, Nando. One of the things that we have to understand is that there are things that are eternally that belong to God and there are things that are belong to men. There are things that belong to God and there are things that belong to men. For example, there are things that God said when he said this will happen, those things will happen. You cannot change them. All you can do is prepare for it. And there are things that are given to men to sustain until he comes. Sometimes the inability to sustain what God has established in a certain time can accelerate what, what, what might not have supposed to have been for men at the moment. Somebody say accelerate. And when we don't understand what God is looking from for through us, a lot of times the sights and the perceiving of what we're gauging might not be spiritually discerned in, uh, correctly. We have to understand everything that we do in God has to be perceived spiritually. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed. By what? By faith, which means outside of the eyesight of faith, and remember, because you can grow in faith, you can lessen faith, which means there's greater, uh, uh, greater uh, declarations of understanding in faith uh, uh, that you have to walk to even see in certain realms, which means until you grow, you won't perceive that level of faith. And there are certain things that will happen in time without perceiving the time you're going to be deceived by what's going on in nature. We have a problem. We have a big problem. And the biggest problem is the church don't know the problem. I say we have a problem and we have a big problem. But the problem is the church don't know the problem. So that's a problem that the church don't know the problem. No, I'm not talking about this church. I'm talking about the church of all. That's why most of the church is split. We don't know the problem. And by way of the way we speak, we don't know the times either. We really think that we're still living as if we were living 10 years ago. We live as if we still have a lot of time left to do it the way we want to do it. And, and this is not a fear message, but I want you to understand if we don't get prepare a people to handle what will be. 
See, I've had a couple of conversations this week, and I told, I think, a couple of you. I said, sometimes children, children make mess, and they fall in their own mess. But they're children. They make the mess, and then they slip in it and cry. But they made it. And you, as a parent, have to love them to understand if you make the mess, clean it up. At least you fall. But the biggest problem with real men from God is they got to watch children make mess and fall in it. Until they learn how to clean it up. At least they fall. What you have to understand is there are things that belong to God and there are things that belong to man. And we have to learn how to hold an eternal perspective in all that we do. Because I really want you to understand something. I'm not going to talk about which side you need to be on. But I wanted to help you understand whatever side you think you're on, you need an eternal perspective with. Because if you think you're going to continue the years on down in your perspective, Without an eternal perspective, it's going to be very, very hard to live. Are you catching me? Can I help you out with something? We're at the beginning of our sorrows. See, I told you believers don't know the problem. Because we think we're coming to the end of it. It's those who are learning to live in Christ Jesus are coming to the end of a certain thing. But those who are still in of the world narrative, they think they're coming to an end, but they can't actually in the beginning of the sorrows. Because the more perversion and the more acceleration the adversary goes with the, the earth. Depending on your perspective. Is what's going to keep you whether you're going to stand or move. Can you say amen? It's very interesting in John 16, 33. These things I have spoken to you that in me you shall have peace. In me you shall have peace. In uh, 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 peace. In the world you have many tribulations. You will have tribulations. In the world you will have. In the world you will have. But be of good cheer. But in the world, it's not all good. Because in the world, you're going to have, but be a good cheer. Why? I can be a good cheer. Because somebody has overcome the world, which means if you don't get the overcomer, and it's not only getting the overcomer, I told you to be at. Good cheer, which means you're going you're gonna to have to learn how to smile a little bit in tribulation. Pastor, everything good. Yeah, it's good for me. But it's not all good. I, I, I know this message, y'all. It's not all good. No, 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 no. It, oh, no, 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 no. It's not all good because I'm trying to get people out of this perspective into this perspective. It's not all good. But he is good. And if I'm in him, I'm going to be all good. Glory to God. Are y'all catching this? 
in this world, you will have many tribulations. The problem with believers is your tribulations are not God's tribulations. Your tribulations is still acquainted with the world system. Your tribulation is still acquainted with your money, with your house, your car, your stuff. You are not in the systems of God, which means your tribulation should never be beyond what God's perspective is for his glory, for his divine perspective, for what makes it it, his souls. And the reason why it's our tribulation of the world, because our stuff is still there. Our value system is still in there. Our work is still in there. And God is trying to do a substitute and help us to understand. I need you people while you have time to sub yourself out of that system. Change your mind and come into my system. Because you're going to be very distraught. Come on, see, 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 faith is not always because I have it. Faith is no matter if I'm in, my, if I'm in the a fire pit, guess what? Whether God saves me or not, he's still God. Oh, see, I'm going to teach you something about faith. Faith is whether I get healed or not, he's still God. Faith is whether I get delivered or not, he's still, he's still good. Because when I gave my life to Christ, I'm already given. So I live with an eternal perspective. Somebody say, I need an eternal perspective. You need an eternal perspective. If you, keep, if you don't grab hold to an eternal perspective, you're going to be moved with the winds and the waves of every doctrine. The problem is we don't know the problem. Are y'all catching me? So Jesus said, listen, he's talking to a church. We, we, we started with uh, uh, Revelations uh, uh, 3. He's talking to a church. He's talking to a what? He's not talking to the world. He's talking to a what? He said, you, I will rather you be hot or cold. But you playing both parties. One day you're hot and one day you're cold. You go to church, you're hot. You come out of church, you're cold. When I'm trying to do something eternally through you, you're only doing it when it benefits you. Not knowing the benefit from what you're seeing is from the now. I'm trying to give you something that's eternally benefiting. Somebody say eternal benefits. Which means if you're getting, gaining or growing into anything that's not eternally, uh, eternally building, you are building something that will fall. He said, I wish that you were hot or what does that mean to you? I wish that you'd be all in or all out. Oh, that's that. Maybe we need to pray a little bit more, man of God. I don't know if this, we was ready for this this morning. I would rather you to stop playing the fence. I want you to make a decision. Are you going to be all in or are you going to be all out? 
Because if you stay lukewarm, I cannot keep you like that. It's causing more default because this is why God has to need the lines to be right. This is why. Y'all know why? Because when you know something, for example, back in the day, how many of you know back in the day you come in church, people knew when they were wrong? You're like, I'm a liar, I'm a stealer, I'm a thief, and I'm here with my mama to learn. I was at the club yesterday. I... There was no shame in that game. They were honest and they were ready to go. Today, the liar, the thief is the one that's the dress best in, in the front seat. And you don't know. They deacon so-and-so. Now, it's nothing wrong in that sense, but when you can't tell the lines, what it does is set the wrong expectation for those out there. And God would rather you not do that and show them whether you're hot or cold than be lukewarm and make people confused about God. Because sometime until people learn God for themselves, you are the influence that they see. You are the God to them. Oh, don't be mad at that. Yeah, you are the God to them that you walk them through. You are the tutor of the law until they understand God. You are the hands and feet of God. Well, I ain't God. Well, you ain't, but you said you, 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 said you gave your life for him. So you're supposed to be the example of him. Which means until they can see him the way they need to. You need to hold your character, your conduct, and your communication in the way that he told you. Because it's actually you that God holds accountable of how they see him. Uh Uh-oh, see, we had some problems there. Jesus said, if somebody is in sin or in something and you don't tell them the truth about the issue, their blood is on your hands because you're not living in a way or in a sense to help them understand this is the way out. Now, that don't mean don't go run away from people. <laughs> Pastor, if that's the case, I ain't talking to nobody. <laughs> it's not that critical. God, thank God he don't hold us to where we don't have knowledge. Glory to God. Now, but but I want you to understand, I don't want to be lukewarm. Somebody say, I don't want to be lukey. I don't want to be lukey. I call it lukey. I, don't be lukey. Don't be lukey. Tell, tell your neighbor, don't be lukey. Don't be lukey. Come on, make a decision. I don't want to be lukey. I, I, I need to make a decision of what I'm going to do. And, and if I really love God, I need to understand that there are eternal things, that he, eternal perspective that I must come into. We are not living in a day that you can live haphazardly in a Christian. I'm going to say that again. We're not living in a day you can be a haphazard Christian. Because most of the haphazard Christians are actually on the wrong side of the aisle. But they don't know it. But we still have a little time. But as soon as, and now I want you to understand, the time, Jesus said this is the beginning of sorrows, which means there are going to be more after this. Somebody said there's more. But God is good. Oh, Lord Jesus. There are going to be greater expressions of trauma and traumatic experiences. But if you don't have an eternal perspective, you're going to continue to allow yourself to protect what God never told you to protect. 
That's why we can be paid off today anyway. You give me the check that feeds me. I don't care what you do behind the scenes. Long as you do it, I, I don't study none of that stuff out there. Long as you do it, I, long as you give me to prepare for me, that help me, you do what you want out there. It's called social engineering. Somebody say social engineering. It's so interesting how the church don't understand social engineering. We made our profits that not supposed to be our profits. Jesus said, I, I don't do anything unless I share it to my profits first, which means that your news channel wasn't supposed to be the first profit. But most of us look at that and that's our first line to information. And if you made that your first line information, you don't realize what you made informational. But Jesus said, listen, I don't do anything without my prophets. Well, pastor, I heard some churches say that. But do you check the churches that say it? Have you checked their doctrine? Or were they big? And, 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 and then, you know, uh, my, my, my skin color go there. Uh -oh. I want you all to do an intercessory thing for a second. Because I hold pigment higher than Christ. When, when it's in my way. When I can win. Somebody say I need an eternal perspective. The eternal perspective is not for you in your standing in yourself. Why not be cheated? Why, why not? Let, Paul said, listen, to live is Christ. To live is what? To live is nothing else but Christ, and to die is actually gain. But the reason why I'm going to stay is just for you. So I better keep a Christ perspective while I'm living, because I'm not making this tribulational world my place of dwelling. When you made this place your dwelling, you don't invest in eternal value. You only build temporary substance. You're not interested in eternal value. Because you valued more the expression of what the world has and has to offer. When we say world, I don't want you to think of just like the world that you see. I want you to understand when Jesus said, be not like the, you are in the world, but not of the world. What he was saying is the systems that govern the econ economic uh, uh, um, preview. He's saying, I don't want you to work with those systems. You are not like those systems. Don't be governed by those systems. I want you to understand we must overcome those systems. And not overcome those systems in the way that you want to do it. I want you to do it in the way that I am the expression of everything that's being made manifest. Don't you put your name, don't you put your pigment, don't you put nothing else above my name. Because there's nothing else that will show men that I am the way, the truth, and the life if they don't know me. So any resolve that you think is going to bring and my name is not there, you have made a mistake. Uh-oh. Anything that you think that you're doing and my name is not in the midst of that, you have made a great mistake. Be careful, people of God. These are high levels that you're playing with, that we play with. And smart men, 
Wise men got to look and talk to each other and say, look at the children. Make the mess and fall in it. Because we're not growing to understanding God's intent, his value, and eternal systems. Can you say eternal systems? Tell somebody, be a good cheer. He's overcome the world. How many of y'all know he's overcome the world? But how many of you know, although he overcame the world, the overcomer is supposed to be within you. So what he's already done is an expression of what's in you. But if you don't express that overcoming in earth, what was supposed to overcome is now being overcame. Oh, yeah. See, a lot of things that we're supposed to have been overcoming now is being overcame. And we don't know how to get our position back. Because we're still handling Christianity as a religion. We're still handling Christianity as a petty thing that we do on Sunday to go to heaven. We're not interested in bringing the government, governing entities in your Christianity. God said, go into the system. I don't want... I don't want you to play church, and especially, I don't want you just huddling here. I need you to have knowledge and wisdom and understanding and build curriculums and build. You are supposed to control the environment of the government. But no, that's not for me. I, I, don't, I don't want that against, nobody against me. I just hope y'all vote for me. I'm, I'm going ahead and going to take that step. You have to realize God is beyond. God is not interested in your peace and safety the way you think you are. Some people's purpose is to be mortar, and they're happy with that. How much do you realize that Jesus is the way? So he's saying, I want you. He's talking to the church. He said, listen. Behold, verse 20, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door. Actually, let's back up real quick. Back up, back up. Verse 17. Now, he's talking about hot and cold. I want to go further, but let me back up a little bit. He's talking about hot and cold and lukewarmness. But this is what he said. This is where they got off. Watch this. He said, because, verse 17, because you say I am rich. Now, how many know there's nothing wrong with saying you're rich? If you're rich, you're rich. You say I have become wealthy and have no need of nothing and do not know you're wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked, which means all riches don't mean that you have God in it. Uh-oh. Now you need riches because you can't, you can't go serve if you ain't got nothing. It's very interesting. The church is very interesting. We talk against money and then we don't have nothing to give. So you want everybody broke, but you want to go save the world. It's because the perspective is broken. It's, it's a mammon perspective. Are y'all catching me? 
He said, you said that you are rich. You, how you got it? Well, you know, I got about 10 degrees and I got this and I got that and I this. Where's the eternal value in it? Where's the God particle in it? That is so good. Where is the God part? What is God telling you to do? What is the re- where are you resourcing? Oh, I know. You just do the volunteer day on your church. Uh oh. Angela, I need you to pray. You are event-based. You're not understanding. I didn't want your stuff. I wanted your life. And the problem is we've made this gospel out of giving God our stuff. He don't want your stuff. He owns it all in the first place. He wants your life. And when he can have your life, guess what? You can have all this stuff. Tell somebody he want my life. He want my life. Come on. Tell somebody he want my life. He don't, no, 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 no. You can't pay me off. You can't work him off. You can't do anything else but give him your life. This gospel is not about stuff. It's about a life change. And when you come into the exploration of the life change, by default, the stuff come. Why? Because light always brings light always bring fruit. But we're still stuff-based mentality. You don't talk about the stuff. The stuff come when I get the life change by default. Somebody say, I want a life change. Why do you need a life change? Because if you don't keep a life change, watch this, you won't keep a perspective change. The hardest thing it's not, listen, sin is not a problem. It's the lack of knowledge that's the problem. Because if you had knowledge, sin is out the door. So God is trying to get a people who have a heart after him. He said, I'm bringing teachers and preachers after my heart. Not after, watch this, not after my words. Not after my traditions. To make my word to no effect. I need teachers after my heart that will rather pray than just to preach. That that will that will rather meet me in the anywhere that they can meet me than just go build something. It is not about just building people of God. It's about building in the way that God is the dominant factor of the thing. Somebody say God got to be the dominant. You say that you are rich. You got it going on because you work for that job. But he said you're poor and you're miserable and you're wretched. No relationship works. Your children, everything is broken. You're not understanding. I am your life. And what you need to focus on, you make the lesser. And you make what you don't need to focus on the greater. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and open the door, I will come to him and dine with him and he with me. Tell somebody, I want to dine with Jesus. Come on, I want to dine with Jesus. I want you to go to John 1, John 1, 3 through 5, really quickly. John 1. Now, I want you to hear this. 
All things, somebody say all things, were made through him. And without him, nothing was made that was made. In him was the life. And the life was the light of men. In him was the what? And the life was the, let's say that again. In him was the, okay. And the life, the life was the light of men, not of God. The life of God was the light of men. And the light shines in darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. What if you were so shrewd as a serpent? That you are doing things that the darkness can't comprehend. Can I tell you something really quickly? Sometimes darkness has to continue to expand for those who have the seed of light to realize that they have the light. It's interesting, sometime until we backed into the corner, we don't express it. See, sometime until somebody pick with you long enough, you ain't ready to fight. How many of you learn how to fight by default? You, you, they just kept messing with you, and then you find, I'm, I'm just tired. And then and, and, and you just exploded. Because they didn't know that light that just came on. But we weren't supposed to be victims in the corner waiting for darkness to expand. We were supposed to be taking over the darkness. How many of you know there can be light? Light can't shine where there's no darkness. So we're trying to shine in light. Not knowing that it's your time in the time of darkness. But are you afraid of this gospel? Are you ashamed of this gospel? You know, I, come on, this, this is not an easy question. I, I think we Christians, we say, yeah, and when God really tell you to do some stuff, you're like, you know what? I got to consider some things. I do have a family. I do have children. I do have a house. I do have, I got to consider some things. How many of y'all been considering some things? Come on, let me be honest. Glory to God. I've been just considering some things. Because God, if I take that step forward, you know, I might lose some people. I might lose some friends. I might lose some family. I might lose some things. And, 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 and I understand that. But God is saying, who's, who do you live for? Who, who are you living for? Who are you living for? Tell somebody, I'm making my decision. Glory to God. Now, I want you to understand something. He said, All these things were made through him. And in him was the life. And the life was the light. Somebody say the life of the word. How many of you know the word of God is life? The word of God is life. So the word that you hold on to becomes the light in you. 
The word that you is the word that becomes the. Now, I said the word that you hold on to, because remember, the Bible says the devil comes to steal the word. So you said amen right now, but as soon as you walk out the door, the Bible says that the adversary comes to take it out of the heart. Some taken by the wayside, by the cares of this life. There it goes again. Some taken by the, they're, they're taking the seed. Oh, by the way, God gives seed. He don't give stuff. Let me say that again. God gives, which means if you don't manifest what the seed is, you'll never get the stuff. Which means if I have seed, I have an opportunity to have a revelation of what the seed is and expand what the seed is supposed to be. Are y'all catching me? So I want you to understand the light that comes out of you is the only word that you're holding on to. Somebody say, hold on to the word. Come on, you got to learn how to hold on to the word. The adversary knows what you hold on to. Because what you don't hold on to, he gives an option for you to come out. Somebody say option period. <laughs> There's an option period. You still chew? You debating? I got, I got another option. Are you in your option period? Are, are you living the gospel according to your namesake? Glory to God. I'm, I'm trying to bring the goodness, good news to you. I'm, I'm working that way. It's coming. Glory to God. Go, go with me here. I, I want you to see. I'm trying to show you something here. Go to Colossians 3 real quick. Watch this. Go to Colossians 3 real quick. See, see, until the light comes in you, watch this. What, what I want Christians to understand is you cannot give somebody what you don't have. I, I want you to understand something. You cannot give, watch this. You can go to church all your life and never gain nothing. Or you can gain little. But it depends on the, exp the exp expression or the, the advancement of what you gain is what you're going to deliver. You can never give what you never gain to go deliver. So we thought that we preach and say the words of God and we gain the words of God and we go try to deliver the words. That's not what Jesus said. He said, when you come into me, you come into life. And when you learn that life, now the substance of faith comes into you. And there are portions of that faith that you're going to gain that's bigger than you. And when you come out of that, you're empowered. Now when you go out there, you're actually releasing the very power that you just gained. This is why the church have to understand the power of God. Somebody say the power of God. That way you don't highlight miracles because you can do them too. Oh, yeah. You, boy, you go big in the Benny church. Do a deliverance a miracle? Oh, you top of the line. You know why? Because we're still entertainment bound. We don't know we can do the same thing. So if you can do it, we'll just keep watching you to do it.
You heard what I just said? We'll keep watching you to do it. Not knowing that we have the same ability within ourselves to do the very same thing. Somebody say God is not a respectable person. The problem is, are you willing to give you up? Because God never gives himself while you're still in the way. You can pray good too, but you're still in the way. You can fast good and still be in the way. Oh, yeah, because we, we love to highlight fasting and praying. I, I, I tell people I love fasting and praying. We need to do that. But if you're not doing that in the right heart format, you can be doing that. That ain't proving nothing. What's proving is what's coming after that. Come on, saints. I, 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 why y'all act like, see, what you did? What comes after that proves what you did in there. We want to pass because we did the work. So your work base. Well, I prayed. That's so good. What came out of it? I fasted. That's good. What came out of it? Y'all all right with this? Y'all ain't mad at with me, right? What came out of it? Did you gain fruit? Did you did you overcome the the barrier, the obstacle? Did you build a better relationship? Did your children heal you better? Did you get something out of it? Or what you just an activity? Well, I prayed. That's good. What came from it? Say that with me. What? came. I have to reteach the church this. You know why? Because we love just to pray. We stop there. So we're event-based. We're activity-based. How many of y'all know the church can save millions of dollars if we stop being so event-based? Oh, we can do a whole lot more. Because what do people become mature? They know how to catch the fish. We can feed them. We feed them. You serve the world. Amen. But there's a time you're like, we ain't eating today. We're gonna, we ain't eating today. We're going to learn who he is. Glory to God. Now, what scripture did I tell you to go to? Colossians 3.1. Now watch this. If you were raised with Christ, now, he put an if there. Somebody say if. That don't mean everybody raised. If you have been raised with Christ, watch this, set your, set your sight on the reality. Hit the next one for me. Set your sights on the reality of heaven. Set it on the reality of heaven. Are y'all catching me? Set your sight, mind, either way. Where Christ sits in the place of honor of God's right hand. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. For you died to this life and your real life is hidden in Christ, in God. If you have been risen, set your sights on the reality of, on the reality of what? Heaven, let me ask you something. What do you talk about most? Oh, no, I know what you say in church. 
But see, the reality of what your reality is is what you talk about most when you're not in church. Your reality is the reality that you deal with on the most on the day to day basis that when you're not around spiritual people, that's the reality of your reality. And God is saying, I said, if you have risen with me, I don't need you to stop trying to navigate from this realm. By faith, the worlds, there are more worlds in this world. The worlds, it's an S. You are still in the first world. Somebody say worlds. I need you in the third, the fourth world. Oh, we got some real stuff going on in there. Have I, I, I shared half of it? Some of your minds be blown. We got some real stuff out here. You can, might be looking at something you don't even know what you're looking at. Oh, yeah, we're in that time. The world, God is saying, set your mind on the reality of heaven. What is God's reality? God's reality is for you to understand your divine alignment. Somebody say divine alignment. And then you understand your divine alignment assignment, you're not lacking. You can be hot all the time. Somebody say, I want to be hot all the time. Come on, be a hot girl and a hot boy. Glory to God. God's still working on me. Y'all, y'all know how y'all use it. God's still working on me. <laughs> Since you have been raised, somebody say I've been raised, which means sometimes don't try to seek things until you're raised. See, some of us try to seek in a corner place. Uh, let me make sure my mind is raised before I start seeking. He didn't tell you don't seek, but you're seeking wrong. When you've been raised, now seek those things which are above. Are y'all catching me? Set your sights on the reality of heaven. Somebody say God's reality. We got to understand that we got to come into God's reality. And if we don't come into God's reality, we will allow ourselves to believe our own reality. Tell somebody, I can't believe my own reality. Come on, I don't know about you, but I, I can't believe my own reality. I love everything that God blesses me with, but I can't let my blessing be my reality. I got to let the blesser be my reality. Come on, somebody. I love that God blesses us, and he want to bless us. Stop separating stuff in God. I love that he blesses, but I can't let the blessing be my reality. I got to let the blesser be my reality. Because if the blessing, watch this, if the stuff is taken, guess what? I still got the blesser. As long as I got the blesser component of your life we are if you are of a, the spirit now you know you're preparing a people for a time where they got to learn to hold God Amen. beyond their stuff Amen. we're living in a time where you're gonna have to learn how to learn how to be self-sufficient I'm telling you something without telling you something this is not a fear the Bible says there will be wars and rumors of war. It's not the end yet. So we got some stuff to go through first. But I don't want to go through. You won't go through. Watch this. It's hard to go through when you're in you. But will you learn to live in him? 
Whether I have it all or I have a little. As long as I got him. You can put it on little music. I'm done. God wants you to learn to hide yourself in him. Because you're already hidden in him, but you just keep stepping out a little bit. You got your heels on. You step out a little bit. I, just, I don't know. I just step out. Yeah, some of y'all still stepping out a little bit. God is saying, I'm not, you can keep your heels on, but just stay in. Glory to God. Can you just stay in a little bit? How many of you want to rise? And really live out the purpose of, that you were called for. How many really want to do that? What if the goodness of God outweighed the cost of what you think that is? Let me ask you, can you put your stuff and entrustment with God? Well, God, what about my family? Can you put God... In is your kids first or is his? Is it is it your economy? Your is it is it your wife, your husband? It, it, whose is it first? Now that you've come to this point, now you got something to keep. You know, I, I told I'm gonna be honest with you all, I'm gonna close. I told, I'm, I know, I'm so used to not holding this thing. Put it in my pocket. It is going to feel funny, glory. I told, I told, I told my wife, I said, you know what? Can I be honest for a second? I said, you know what? I, 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 I know I'm a pastor because I had that heart thing going on. But I love preaching. But I said, honey, you know, I feel like it's something else. Because some of us were made, if you don't give us enough, we don't even do the little. Everything feels dry. How many of y'all feel like that? You, you're one of those go-getters. You, if you don't give you enough, you'll mess up the little because you're just not feeling it. So you got to be motivated to go beyond. Come on, how many of y'all want to go beyond? Amen. And, you know, I told my wife, I wasn't playing. I said, you know what? I think I need to go ahead and sign up for one of these political spots. I, I think it's about that time. I need something to drive. I need something to drive me. I can't. I love doing this. But I, every time something go wrong, I say, hey, this is a messed up. And I feel I feel bad about it. I feel like I did something wrong. I say, all right. We're gonna. I'm trying to help you understand there's something even bigger than you. That little job that's just paying your bills. There's more in you. You're not motivated by that. That ain't motivating you to go pray. That ain't motivating you to go fast. What is going to motivate you beyond you? See, sometimes we sell ourselves with our own goals and visions. But how many of you know when you do that, you don't need God in that expression? Do you have a burden enough to keep the mind of God and be consistent with that spirit? Do you have a big enough burden on your life to keep you in God indebtedly that you can sustain that power? 
Somebody say there's more. The step is you learn, got to learn to be fearless. That's why I say perfect love cast out all. You got to learn to be what? Fearless. Which means some of you, your problem is not that you don't know God is calling you. Your problem is fear. Stand to your feet if you can. Your job is to disciple the nations. And where they're not discipled, they're being discipled. Where you don't disciple, they're being. Where you're not teaching, they are being. Every system need a God particle. Every system need a what? What idea did God tell you? And why is it still on your desk? What if your, watch this, you've been asking God, why my prayer drive? What if your prayer point was that? What if your prayer is dry because you're not in the right frame? Because I don't know about you, there are certain things in God, I need him. Oh, I ain't got no time for a prayer that God, if you don't come, this ain't going to go right. Because if I show up, we're going to have problems. What if God was calling you to pray for greater revelation? Greater explore, explorance of the mind. Saints, if, if I can help you understand there is a lot more than what we've experienced in God. That's not even the tip of the iceberg. But God is looking for somebody who's hungry enough to gain the greater of him and, and see the manifestation come out of them. You hear what I just said? I didn't say nobody wait on God. I did not say that. I say God is looking for somebody to get the greater of him in them and get the manifestation out of them. Will you stand and know he's God? Do your heart break enough to see things broken? I said in the beginning, I said the problem with the church is we don't know the problem. And the problem is we don't have the side of faith. Because the only side of faith we have, if it's not dealing with money, our progress and our process of, of, of going forward to get something, usually we're not interested. But God is saying if you can lay down your life, if you can lay it down, I want to do something in you. But you don't lay down your life where you don't see the life of God. I must say that again. You won't lay down yours if you don't see his. And the problem with us is we don't see his enough so we don't lay down ours. You never lay down what you don't see another life can come forward.
Can you lay down your life for your family? Can you lay down your life for your marriage? Can you lay down your life for your call in this earth? I don't know about you. I'm going to fight dying. Faith got to stay. You know why? Because I'm already a dead man. Glory to God. Come on, y'all think Jesus died on the cross. He actually didn't. He died in Gethsemane. <laughs> he died way before the cross. He said, Jesus, take the cup from me, but not my will, but your, which means when you die to your will, you're already dead. And when that happens, God say, good, son, there is nothing that I can't stop giving you to do. They're going to be jealous of you because what's coming to you? Because I know you're for me. You're not for the stuff, but I got to bring you the stuff because you're for me. So I got to say the stuff to keep, your, keep our attention because we think the stuff is out. No, 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 no. He said the treasure is in earthen vessel. But if you can know what's in you. I don't know about you, but I believe it's time to see miracle signs and wonders again. Which means we got to go deeper. For some of you, it's not just presence anymore. It's manifestation. Do you hear me? I'm not talking to everybody. For some of you, it's not just presence anymore. We are now going to deeper levels. You came out of prayer because you felt presence. No, you got to go deeper. Now you need revelation. Now he's going to give you revelation into manifestation. Are y'all hearing me? It's time to go deeper. It's time to ask questions. What do you see broken? And if you don't see anything broken, you need to ask yourself why you don't see nothing broken. If you see it broken, are you looking for the answer for it? Are you just living with it? I want to pray that you commit yourself. I don't know about you. This year, I tell God, I, I, you know what? I don't want to play. I don't know about you. I, no. It's, it's not time anymore. We, we, I don't think we have the luxury anymore. Honest, I don't think we have the luxury to play. <laughs> Say, God, I, I, I'm, I'm going to submit greater than I've ever submitted by your grace. By your grace. I want you to pray by your grace, God. I want to submit. Come on, open up your mouth. Lift your hands for a second. Come on, tell God by your grace. I'm going to submit myself. Whatever fear that's been in my way, whatever stumbling block that's been in my way. God, I know you've been telling me to fast more and pray more, but I've been. I've been excusing myself still, and I feel bad about it, but God, I need grace. God, I want to walk in you, and I want to know more of you, and I want to do these things, but I, I seem like I, I, I just can't get away from what I did in my past. But God is saying, I'm going to give you the grace to go beyond this level. There's too much at stake. I put too much in you. There's too much at stake. I put too much in you. Put your hand on your belly. Say, that's too much in me. Come on, I'm pregnant and I got to deliver. Come on. I'm pregnant and I got to deliver. 
I will not die pregnant. I got to deliver. God, I don't care hell and high water. I don't care. I'll put my plate down. I am pregnant and I got to deliver. I will not die with these thoughts, these ideas that can change a life. I will not die with these thoughts and ideas that can change a family. I will not die with these thoughts and ideas that can change a community. I will not. I'm pregnant and I got to deliver. I'm going through labor pains, but I got to deliver. And I'm not going to take the easy way out. I'm not going to take the easy way out. Club Rasta, lift your hands really quickly. Come on, some of you, turn that up for me. Some of you, you are pregnant and you got to deliver. You got to deliver. Don't you be fooled by your past. Don't you be fooled by the pain of life. You got to deliver. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. It's time to go deeper. It's time to go deeper. It's time to access realms. It's time to come on. It's time to access realms. It's time to get greater substance. It's time for greater substance. Somebody say greater substance. Greater substance. Greater power. The more substance, the more power. The more substance, the more power. The more prayer, the more substance. The more substance, the more power. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We will take the step. We will not take steps back. We will step forward in the name of Jesus. We will step forward. In the name of Jesus, we will step forward. In the name of Jesus. In fact, if you say, I am going to take that step forward, I want you to come down here. Come on. I want to pray with you. You're going to take your step forward. It's time to burn for him. It's time to burn for him. Come on. It's time to burn. It's time to burn. He's calling you deeper. Deeper. See, when you meet God, you learn how to not be satisfied with the last thing you got. (laughs) When you meet God, you learn how to stop being satisfied. You learn how to stop being satisfied. God, I'm not satisfied. I want more. God, I'm not satisfied. I want more. Come on, pray, saints. Make up in your mind this year, I'm going to take the step forward. It might cost me something, but I don't care. I'm going. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Repeat after me, Father God. Today, I lay down every weight, every stumbling block that has kept me 
from your purpose, from your will, from a deeper place in you. I hear you, God, and I accept. I say yes today and forever. I will obey in Jesus' name. Come on, open up your mouth and give them praise. Come on, pray. Come on. Now give them an expression of that. Come on, worship him. Give them an expression of that. Worship him. Give them an expression of that. Worship him. Another one will not die under my hands. Another one will not be broken under my foot. Come on. I will not sit and watch. I will not die here and watch this thing fall apart. I will, come on, I'm going to stand and know he's God. I want to declare some things over you. If you know God is calling you to greater levels of prophecy, God is calling you to greater levels of healing. He's calling you to greater levels of deliverance. I want you to lift your hands. I want to pray over you right now. Come on, if you've been holding on to your calling and you know God is calling you higher, I want to pray for you right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the awakening. We will not allow the commonality of carnality to block us from your divine path. We want you, God. Place your hand on your stomach real quick. God, we know that you place gifts in us. You place callings in us. And we will not derelict a duty. Say that with me. I will not derelict a duty. I will not derelict a duty. I will push forward. In Jesus' name. Come on, lift that up to him. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We want to be consumed. We thank you. We love you, God, for this day that you have made. And we will rejoice. And be glad in it. We will rejoice. Stand to your feet and rejoice. We will rejoice. Come on. We will rejoice. Hey, we will rejoice. And be glad in it. I'm going to give you a homework assignment. Every day I want you to rejoice and be glad in his day he made. Every day you're going to wake up and say, God. Because you have made the day, I will rejoice and be glad in it. I'm going to learn how to walk in that secret place in a day-to-day. -day. Learn to hide yourself in his presence. Hide yourself in his presence. And you will not be without. Amen. Give God a hand clap if you can. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many of you feel that hunger in your belly? Come on, how many of you feel that hunger in your belly? I'm not talking about your, your, the food hunger. I'm talking about your spiritual hunger. Glory to God. I want you, turn it down just a little bit for me. For the sake of what the weather is doing, I'm going to get you out of here. But I want you to let this be your prayer point. Let this be your prayer point. In 2021, I declare that you will become. You will become. You will become. Greater than you ever became before. Not because the, the world is doing anything different. Because God is faithful. Did you hear what I said? God is unchanging and he's faithful. Some of you, watch this, I'm going to make a bold statement. The age that you are, you don't have time to play. Do you hear what I'm saying? You do not have time to play. You got children following you. You got to take it serious. We don't have time to play. Say that with me. I don't have time to play. You don't have time to play. What's at stake? Souls. I don't want to come to the end of the age and I see the faces that I missed because I was stuck in my pain. I don't want to come to the end of the age. And because mercy was waiting on me to agree with it, I see the faces that I allowed to bypass me because I was stuck in pain. It's time to access the realms. Can you say amen? Give God a hand clap. Hallelujah. At this moment, we're going to prepare our tithes and offering. How many of you are blessed this morning? How many of you are blessed this morning? How many of you are ready to take this thing and take to the next gear? How many are ready to gear up? Come on, come on.